0: Hi, I'm Hannah and welcome to Plus Size Versus Reality, episode two, life and all its spices. This episode is sponsored by Darling Inks. As it is National Sexual Abuse Awareness Week, I'm very proud to be collaborating with this courageous and strong woman. Chelsea's story started because she lost herself after being sexually assaulted over six years ago, and it has taken her many years to understand and know her worth, loving her body and all its scars. Chelsea started Darling Inks after this traumatic experience and has produced such an inspiring brand from such a negative place. From prints to sassy sketches and personalised items, Darling Ink is all about loving yourself and reminding everybody daily that women are amazing. Visit Darling Inks on Instagram at Darling Inks and see some incredible, inspiring work. So welcome to episode two, and I'm very excited to have my lovely friend Adele back with me. Adele starred in the first episode of season one about endometriosis. So welcome, Adele. It's lovely to have you back.
1: Hi, thanks for having me back. It's awesome.
0: A different context this time. Well, kind of
1: linked. Um, Yeah, Yeah, it's lovely
0: to have you back. How are you? Have you been well?
1: Yeah, yeah, I'm good. Yeah, yeah. Um,
0: so we so this episode is called life and all of its spices and um, I just want to have a chat about life coaching because you've since we've you last came on the podcast you are now a certified and set up as a life coach and yep. also were my life life coach last year um, and you yeah you taught me a few lessons and made me think about a lot of things <laughs> in a different ways and I found it amazingly helpful and I think Recently, a lot of people have been thinking about different forms of input and therapies in terms of thinking about life and everything that's been going on has been a challenge for the majority of us. Um, And yes, yeah, I think your life coaching platform has definitely um, evolved because obviously you were here talking about endometriosis last time. But that's where it effectively has come from for you in terms of life coaching um, for chronic illnesses. Or linked yeah. to chronic illnesses. So, how or why did you decide to go down the life coaching
1: route? Well, I started um, studying for life coaching actually before we did episode one. So um, it was about a year studying, um, and I started doing it really because I've kind of always been people's go-to person for things, and yeah. I've done you know in my sort of working career, I've done a lot of coaching junior members of the team and. I've always been kind of people's go-to person sort of at work and in personal life and I thought actually I've had a lot of um, experiences shall we say in my life of different yeah. things of illness and all sorts of things that have kind of happened along the way and I found that I kind of naturally were, were, was helping people with their own journey through learnings of, of my journey so I thought well actually let's make it official and start really looking to get a qualification so yeah, so I studied for a year. Um, I studied with Auspicium um, um, and got my um, life coaching certification. And then I've since done some diplomas in life coaching and mindfulness and that kind of thing to sort of continue my studying. Mm. Um, but really, I just kind of wanted to start it to be able to help people that have been in a similar situation to me, particularly with chronic illness. I think chronic illness can be very isolating. Yeah. It can be very all consuming, so it can kind of take over your life. And it's kind of what I wanted to do was really kind of help people to have sort of ways of coping with their chronic illness, but also understanding that there's lots of life outside of your chronic illness and working with people on on kind of life plans that don't involve having to deal with their chronic illness every day. But what else can people do and how how can you thrive really with a chronic illness?
0: Did you have any coaching or any kind of of that type of input when you were going through your most traumatic stages of endometriosis?
1: No, no. no. And I think that's one of the reasons what that made me think, actually, people with endometriosis do need much more help. Mm. And although endometriosis UK are fantastic, they have a, a support phone line and there are support groups all around the country. I think I didn't really reach out to anybody like that. And I, I think I could have certainly done with some help in the early stages. Um, and it's, it's been interesting because some of the clients that I've worked with are at a very early stage. They think they have endometriosis, but they don't know yet. So going through that process and being able to help them from my learnings and from my journey with endo, I think has been really interesting.
0: Yeah. So what is the difference between counselling or that type of input and life coaching is it mainly that life coaching kind of you put the past behind you and you look to the future and it's about what you do from that point onwards
1: yeah absolutely so co- so counseling and therapy generally tends to be more about healing from your past learning how to deal with your past past things but life coaching concentrates very much on the future yeah i'm not i'm not a counselor i'm not a qualified therapist I deal with working with people to help them look at their overall life and then how they can make even really small, tiny little changes to make really good improvements going forward. So it's all about the future of life coaching.
0: And have you seen a pickup in people wanting access to life coaching through the last kind of 12 to 18 months of the shit show of COVID that we've been dealing with?
1: Yeah, I think there's lots of people that have reached out because they're kind of struggling with the isolation of, of lockdown and it's obviously really good that you can do things on zoom and teams yeah, and everything yeah. else now so it's very easy to do that I mean I, I'm really looking forward to being able to actually meet some clients face-to-face that will be um something that will be great well, I guess it all think...
0: started for you kind of when we were already in the first lockdown so you've never been face-to-face yeah. with a client
1: no, not at this oh, stage. God. No, <laughs> it's crazy, but I mean, it's it's actually worked really well, and I've 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 met some really lovely clients and had and had a great time with the yeah. with kind of going on their journey with them and and helping them to make some changes. But it's it will be really nice to actually sit face to face with somebody at yeah, some point. I
0: that kind <laughs> of one to one ability and stuff. Yes. Have you yeah. seen any trends through people during this period of time that like kind of everyone's struggling with the same thing or is it very much that everyone's kind of got their own story
1: I think everyone's got their own story but I think what seems to be a kind of underlying sort of tone to everything is it it's it's been a bit of a crossroads for people Mm -hmm. I think people have kind of hit a point where they're like do you know what actually we've got a lot of extra time on our hands here at the moment where you'd normally be here there and everywhere and you might not really be focusing on yourself
0: yeah whereas
1: I think a lot of people during the lockdown have had that opportunity to sort of look inwards reflect yeah really reflect and kind of look inwards at themselves and think well actually what do I want and I think there's yeah the, the general sort of trend of people that I've been talking to and working with is there's definitely been sort of a, a crossroads point in people's lives where it's like okay when we come out of Covid what do we do now well because
0: I guess there is a everyone's worry is that I mean you can't even use the word normal but what we used to do as what we classed as normal will no longer be what normal it then goes to be yes um and I guess yeah
1: for the sure future
0: is a worry for people and I guess now is the time to reflect on what was and what can be put in place to kind of settle your mind going forward one of the things yeah. that you did kind of so um Adele was my life coach for a few months at the middle to end of last year And one of the things that um, was quite well, there was two things that were quite prominent for me. But the first one was where we did what you called the life pizza. And I mean, I love that, but I love pizza. But (laughs) you (laughs) (laughs) you made me that whole process made me really look at my priorities and my what I really thought was kind of high on my agenda. And yep. what I really hadn't thought about that then became high on my agenda because the pizza kind of broke life up into kind of eight segments and maybe yep. some of them for me weren't things that I had really focused on or thought about, but by doing that exercise, it made me do it. And then I realized that my priorities became in a completely different list just purely yes. by doing that example. Um, and I guess that's what this last year has happened made a lot of people do is life has really been put in perspective and what once was a priority for you or for somebody may no longer be that high up on the list because something has overtaken it
1: yeah definitely and that's and and every everyone that I've worked with will be very familiar with my life pizza (laughs) session and it's always the first session and it's looking at Eight different sections of your life, chopping them up into those slices of pizza and really sort of delving into those different areas of your life. And it does. And, and everybody I've done that exercise with has has come out of it thinking, oh, OK, actually, there's things there that I haven't really considered. And you've now made me focus By looking at the different areas of my life to say, well, actually, actually, yeah, that's something that I want to work on. I want to improve that area, but I hadn't really thought about it until I sat down and looked at my life pizza.
0: Yeah, and that is exactly what happened for me with spirituality. Because you said to me, oh, so what levels between zero and 10 would you put it as a priority? And I was like, zero, don't care. Don't, not even bothered by it. I think it's ridiculous. And then you were like, I think you need to challenge yourself a little bit more. and I think you need to explore it. And I think you need to kind of open yourself up to possibility. So I kind of went away from that session and was like, okay, well, she's asked me to challenge myself. So I am going to do this. And now it's very, very much a, probably like a, a six or a seven on my list. So my priority list yeah. of all those eight things completely changed when I finished that exercise in terms of what the old Hannah thought was priority compared to what the new Hannah is willing to put in priority order. Um, And now I've had Reiki therapy. I've got crystals. I'm much more open to it. I've had experiences that have completely changed my whole mindset because you said to me, you need to challenge yourself with that and you're not allowed to have it as a zero and you need to go away and think about it.
1: Yeah, and I think that's really what I'm there for. I mean, I think it's, it's kind of it comes to me as sort of intuition really when I see people because and I'm like me but health is scoring at a zero because they're not focusing on it Mm. and it's like I don't want you to focus your entire life on your health, but actually you do need to focus on that part of your life yeah. because that will help you to then focus on the other areas. And it's, you know, it's, it's sort of intuitive that it kind of just comes to me that I think that these are the little areas that as we talk through things that people need to work on. And I'm really pleased that you've kind of embraced a bit of spirituality and explored that more because I'm I think, that and everyone's got their own me. opinion on it. And
0: yeah, I'm grateful that you challenged me because yeah if you hadn't said that to me I would have never been open to it it's always been a thought in the back of my mind that I have always pushed away pushed away pushed away until I embraced this life coaching and I was like yeah I'm gonna do this I'm gonna see it through no matter how hard it got and it did get difficult at times to talk about stuff but I was like okay well if you're going to challenge me then I'm going to do it and I'm so glad that you did so glad See, you're you good egg, are good, eh? I'm glad it's worked you? out that
1: way because I think it's... Uh... Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, I, I do try. <laughs> um, the other thing... But I really, think that's what coaching is about. It's
0: making you think and sometimes think differently. Yes. Sometimes
1: we know it's there. Yes. It just that's doesn't it. come it's, out. It's encouragement. Yeah. Yeah, it's encouragement to bring these things out. And, and I'm certainly not there to tell anybody what to do. I'm not going to say you need to do X, Y, Z your destiny is in your own hands you're fully responsible for what you do in your own life but if I can gently guide people and give them the assistance to kind of push them in the right direction and give the sort of tools and techniques to do that and obviously we work through as part of the sessions some different tools and tasks and way to sort of um, make small changes and how to focus on them those kind of knocking people into the right direction a little bit can then open up this kind of big (laughs) big thing in their life and actually can sort of send them off in the right direction
0: another element for me was when you worked through kind of the use of affirmation and I obviously knew what affirmations were in terms of their use but i had never kind of used it as a visual tool for myself um and again very grateful that you challenged me to kind of use it and do it and, and I mean writing on a mirror and lipstick is very kind of film and cheesy but <laughs> I did it and it stayed on my mirror for months and months and months and then I moved and I do need to put it back on my mirror but I was struggling very much in making decisions for myself and being very worried about the decisions yeah. that I would make for myself were always in relation to other people's opinions and doing the right thing for other people and never putting myself first which is one of the reasons why I did life coaching with you is because I needed to change my mindset in allowing me to be able to put myself before other people because at the end of the day I'm the priority but you you made me write an affirmation on my mirror and leave it there and every day I read that every day I did my hair every day I looked in the mirror every day I read that affirmation and it made me stronger and stronger in my mindset to be able to make decisions for myself but without that visual tool, yes. something that you repetitively see, I think it's very easy to kind of let that thought process go and forget that you are more worried about everybody else.
1: Yes, absolutely. And that is the power of affirmations. I mean, I I, I talk to all of my clients about affirmations because I do think they are actually incredibly powerful. And I think we're all actually built to kind of... It, to accept affirmations and to actually work with them we just don't realize that we are yeah. so trying to sort of tap into that side of things and I think I used an example with yourself and I, I use it with a lot of clients where if you when you're learning to drive as you're learning to drive you learn things like mirror signal maneuver
0: yeah
1: and when you're learning to drive you kind of constantly saying to yourself okay oh mirror signal maneuver mirror signal maneuver as you're as you're learning and and eventually that mirror signal maneuver is just built into your subconscious and you don't say it to yourself anymore you know when you've been driving 15 20 years you're not going around going mirror signal maneuver as you're going around the roundabout it's just built in Mm. and actually you can do that with anything and that's you know you can with affirmations you can you can affirm behaviors you can affirm that you're that you're enough that you can affirm that you've that you've got a goal that you're looking to to work towards and you can affirm anything around that Mm. and actually our minds are built to take that information in and store it in our subconscious
0: yeah do you find that being a life coach has helped your mental health like have have you previously struggled with your mental health? Does this kind of keep you on an even keel because you're constantly reminded of the tools because you're sharing it with other people? It kind of affirms it in your own mind of the things you know you need to be doing?
1: Yeah, absolutely. I think the, the biggest thing that I've probably suffered with in my life, lots like sort of mentally, is negativity. Yeah. I've always been a very naturally negative person. And it's taken me a long time on my kind of personal journey to become a much more positive person Mm. and being involved with the training with life coaching and, and going through the training actually really helped me to see how I could be a more positive person myself. Yeah. And I think the, the guy that, that does um, the life coaching that I did, um, David Key, who runs Auspicium, he's got a book called Joyride, which is great if anybody's looking for something to read. Um, And in there, he talks about being a positive person isn't about being positive all of the time.
0: No.
1: And when I was younger, I thought, oh, the only way to be positive is be positive all the time. It's not about that. It's about not being negative all the time. Mm-hmm. And that is the key to it. Shit st- stuff does happen in your life. It does. And you are allowed to be negative about that and have those moments where you're like, oh, my, what the hell? You know, you can you can do that. Yeah. But you do it. You let it happen and you move on. Whereas with somebody who's constantly negative, you're holding on to that all the time. Well and that was it. something that absolutely and that was something that I did all the time and I always saw the negative in everything whereas now changing my mindset I'm naturally a more positive person mm. stuff goes wrong and I I do get negative times of course I do just because I'm a life coach it doesn't mean I'm one of these skipping around positive people all the time absolutely you know real life happens you know you might yeah. be driving down the road and your tire pops or something and you've got a call the aa Mm. that's really irritating and you can shout and swear and kick the tire and do whatever you want but just let it happen let those feelings happen and then they're out of your
0: control effectively
1: yeah you know you and it's perfectly okay to have those negative moments but I think so certainly along my own personal journey it's about being much more positive and being a life coach forces that in a way because I need to be positive for my clients yeah and I need to be, be in the, the correct mindset to help other people. And I think doing the coaching and learning the different tools and techniques has really, really helped me as well as it has my clients.
0: I guess there's, has um, there ever been kind of, you meet a scenario where you kind of meet a client and I don't know whether their woes or their struggles are too much and you feel that sometimes you embark on a coaching session and you're not quite sure where it's going to go or if it's going to go in the right direction or whether the support that you've got is is enough to help them i guess you do kind of a consultation to work that out first maybe
1: yeah so i do i do a discovery session with all my clients first so there's a there's a free 30 minute session that we we go through as, as a discovery session so far i haven't had to turn away any clients but i think part of the training and learning is that if you if you do identify somebody that that needs some more um sort of professional help in the sense of dealing with their past first um I would recommend that they go and see somebody from a counselling and a therapy point of view and do you think that's a really important that part patient. that
0: you you really have to deal with your past first before you can embark on this future uh, kind of future scope of looking forward
1: yes absolutely I think if you're holding on to things from your past that are affecting your future that is something that you do need to iron out really and there are elements of that that with being a life coach I can help with yeah but if I feel that somebody needs some further help then I would refer them on to a sort of therapy or or counseling type scenario
0: yeah so what's going to happen next with life coaching Adele where are you going
1: well, gonna, I think... Kind of, really
0: just keep doing what you're doing.
1: Yeah, I think keep doing what I'm doing. I, I would really love to work with more women with endometriosis. I've already had quite a few clients with endometriosis already, which has been great because I think they find it very helpful as well because I can relate to exactly what they're going through and having been through two surgeries for my endo already yeah. and probably about to embark on a third sometime soon. Oh God. Um, it's it's kind of um, using my very... Recent and um sort of, and some of the difficult learning process that I've gone through with my endo to help others is something that I'm really passionate about because it's yeah. a condition, as discussed on my first episode, that is very, very under resourced. Um, there's a lot, it, there's a, there's a lot of things that are not known about it within the sort of GP community and that type of thing. So people often get false information or incorrect mm-hmm. advice. So to be able to help people with that is something that I'm really passionate about. And I'm really looking forward to sort of us coming out of lockdown and being able to have actual face-to-face meetings with clients. It's, uh, I know it's definitely where I'm going with this. It would be so nice to just sit and have a coffee with someone face to face. Well, we did that, having didn't having we? I think it was my last screen.
0: session. We were able to go for brunch because it was literally before yes. between lockdowns, which were really good. And <laughs> yes. it does make it's a technically,
1: difference. It does. Yeah, make so technically that is one face-to-face session, then I suppose. But, yeah. <laughs> yeah, she lied. <laughs> <laughs>
0: But um, thank you so much, and I'm, I am am really, really chuffed for you that some your, your journey with Endo, and if you haven't listened to the episode, then please go and find episode one of season one of this podcast and listen to the in-depth account from Adele. But your journey has been very difficult at times and very challenging, um, and you've been quite poorly. So it's really, really inspiring to see somebody come out of that and Do something so positive in supporting other people and using your story and your journey to your advantage despite how bad it's been so I I love what you're doing but I love you anyway Um, and thank (laughs) Thank you very much for what you did for me because um life coaching was something that I'd always considered and then when you embarked on it I I felt I was comfy doing it with you because I trust you and we've been friends for a very long time and it it was very easy to have that professionalness when we needed to and I felt very comfortable sharing my story with you. So I would um, promote joining and contacting Adele for some life coaching, even if it's just for a 30 minute free consultation to see what what and if she can help in any way, um, then I definitely would recommend it. Thank you. So thank you very much and um, good luck with everything and stay safe.
1: Yes, thank you, Angie. Thank you very much for having me. It's been a pleasure.
0: You're welcome.